Hi, I'm Batsheva Frankel from Overthrowing Education, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Coming up on episode 63 of Podcast PD, we talk about setting goals, what our goals are, and why you should be setting goals as an educator. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day. Except you're going to have more fun with AJ Bianco, Stacey Lindis, and me, Chris Nessie. Let's start the show. What is going on, Podcast PD? Welcome to episode 63. Thank you so much for joining us as we record our first episode of the year 2020. So we will say, (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. (laughs) If you weren't awake, you are now. Happy New Year. Merry New Year. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to do it every year. That's just, know, it's just my it. thing. I just send it to everybody. I just, I have that, that gif, Christopher, and I send it to everybody. And if it's you don't know, GIF. it's a gif. Jeff. It's a gif. It's a gif. Well, anyway. Okay, look. then we're meeting at a bike rack somewhere. Sure. And if you don't know what Merry New Year is from, too bad for you, but it's from anybody? Anybody? Coming to America, Coming right? Coming to America. Incorrect. It is from Trading Places. With Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Wait, yes, what? It is trading places. It Nuh-uh. is not coming to me. I'm telling you right. How are you going to question me? I feel like I need to like yell to my husband who is like. Go ahead. Ask anybody you want to. A movie nerd. Doug. Beef jerky time. Alexa doesn't know. Well, Alexa got a problem. You know who knows? I know. So <laughs> I think you're wrong. I, do not tell me I'm wrong. Okay. I'm the one giving the quote. Mr. Podcast over here. No, this is Mr. Movie Quote. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, this is from Trading Places. Beef jerky time. I've never seen Trading Places. Well, then you wouldn't know the quote. So I did know the quote. That's why I guess... What? Coming to America. Send a tweet. Tag Chris and Stacey. Let them know. I'm right. I feel like none of that has to do anything with what we're talking about. It doesn't, but we're going to say Happy New Year. We're back. It's 2020. We just came off of the high that is the 12 days of podcast PD. We hope you enjoyed that. And uh, we also hope that you enjoyed the bonus behind the scenes episode that AJ and I put together. So that's uh, that was a lot of fun. So we gave you a little backstage tour of how we did that. Please don't think any less of us. It was all good fun. <laughs> People might think more of us. Or less of us. <laughs> <laughs> So we're back. It's the beginning of a new calendar year. And uh, hope does hope spring eternal in January or do we have to wait till spring for hope to spring? I don't know. Is hope your one word, Chris? No, hope is not my one word. I had to do it. I'm if sorry. I told you my one word about one word, I have to put a bleep in. Look, I, I don't get excited for New Year's very often. I'm not one of those guys who celebrates New, Year, New Year's. I feel like it's just another day. With the changing of the calendar, it is always a good start, no matter what. It could be the middle of the year. But I feel like because we changed the year and now it's 2020, it's a good restart for us. And uh, it's, a, it's a good opportunity for us to kind of focus on what we want to do and what we haven't done. You know, we always we always set goals for ourselves. So I think this is a, a great place to start as we are in January. 
that's just me. I, again, I don't really get to it. I get, I get excited about like three things, like the school year starting a new year and then the, the summer, because I feel like summer, you can kind of reinvent what you want to do for the coming year as well. Uh, I'm actually, I'm going to challenge you right off the bat and say, you can reinvent yourself anytime. No, I'm say the same thing. I'm kind of in the middle of that right now. Yep, I agree. Every time you think about a new goal, that's the perfect opportunity opportunity to start it. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm. I'm really not. I just feel, you know, sometimes I procrastinate, and like when you think about goals for myself, like even let's let's go with this, right? P90X was like a big thing in my life, and I used to religiously work out P90X, and I would always say to myself. I'm going to start P90X on the first of the month. So for me, I always kind of like, I like to plan things. So I would kind of look at P90X and say, okay, the first of the month, and it gives me X amount of days that go along with it. It just helps my timing. I don't like starting things in the middle of the month or the middle of the week, just because I don't like, I don't like that feeling of, uh, of being off. I'm, I'm, if that makes any sense, I'm kind of anal like that. I kind of like totally that, makes sense. that starting point, whether it's a Monday, whether it's the first of the month, I don't know, that's kind of why I, I, I dig on this idea of setting goals for the new year. It's like an evaluative time. Right oh, definitely. Now. It's a time to reflect and um, think about where, you know, where you can, where you saw growth last year or where you have room to grow from last year and kind of establish a path going forward. But I agree with Chris. I think that, like you said, AJ, you can do that on a Monday. You can do that on a Sunday. I like to do things on a Sunday because it's the start of it. For me, it's the start of the week. Um, the start of a month, like you said, is always a good time. But like, there's never a bad time to start anything. It's like teachers who wait until like next school year to do something with their kids. Like, do it now. You know these kids. Like, now is the perfect time to experiment and uh, be creative. I've told my my teachers that in the past and. I plan on doing that with my kids this year. I agree with that. That's something I kind of have challenged myself with as well. You know, I've, I've looked at things and said, okay, I'm going to do this. You know, it's a great thing, but, oh, you know, there's so little time left for the school year. I don't want to do it now. I'll do it next year. I'll kick it off and, and do it right. But, you know, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's good to kind of, you know, take the chance. I mean, we continuously talk about chances and t- taking risks. I think this is definitely something that you should be uh, challenging, challenging yourself going forward. I like it. So on that note, gentlemen, what goals have we established for ourselves? Well, I actually started talking about this with my students when we came back from the holiday break most recently, and I asked them to write down five goals that they had for the new year, as well as one thing they could do to either achieve that goal or help them take a step in the right direction towards one of their goals. And knowing that I wanted high school students to talk out loud, I knew that I had to go first, so I shared uh, three things with them that I'll, that I'll share here with with our listeners. I have three things that I'm working on here in 2020. The first one is easy because I'm well in the middle of it, and I started it in August, and I'm very proud to report something that I've talked about a bunch of times here on Podcast PD is I'm becoming smaller, which means I'm losing weight because I started CrossFit back on August 1st of 2019. And when I started CrossFit on August 1st, I was 285 pounds. I stepped on the scale many times in the fall, but when I did my official start of the new year weigh-in on January 1st here in 2020, I was 269 pounds. 
So in five months, I've healthfully lost weight and I didn't wait till January to, you know, go on Weight Watchers or go to, you know, insert Globo Gym here. You know, I started that journey and really, you know, between what we said just a few minutes ago in July, I was like, all right, I'm going to start. I'm going to start on August 1st. <laughs> so I waited till the first of the month and that was more for financial reasons. But, you know, I started that piece and I'm well in the middle of that goal to transforming myself in terms of my health and how I feel, you know, physically and, you know, emotionally, you know, based on becoming smaller. And I've seen a lot of success as I've shrunk. <laughs> um, Good for you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Good. You should be. Then the other two things are more related to my emotional well-being. And it's two parts which deal with the idea of wanting to stop worrying about other people. And I really, thank you, AJ, taken up a lot of things that, you know, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about and pursuing happy and giving myself permission to not seek anybody else's permission. So two things I'm working on here in 2020 is that I want to stop caring about what other people are doing and not let what other people do affect the decisions that I make and what I do, you know, so with creating content, there are a lot of education podcasters and just other genre of podcasters out there. And sometimes I let them get in my head when I create content and I'm trying to measure up to people in education and, you know, what is this person's podcast doing? And that just seems like it might be popular or, you know, quote unquote, better than what I'm creating. And I just have to do me and let other people do them and have whatever success they have. My success is going to be my own success. And I don't need to measure what I'm doing up against anybody else. But I struggle with that. You know, AJ, you and I had a conversation online just a few days ago where I mentioned what, hey, did you see what so-and-so is doing? And you were like, what do you care? It's let them do them. You need to focus on what you're doing and the great things that you are doing. So I know I have an accountability uh, partner in in Caitlin and you guys. So I, I think I'll be successful. And then the other piece is while not letting people, what they do impact what I do to just stop caring about what other people are doing. Just, you know, as, as the princess says, let it go, <laughs> let it go. Good. So you're going to worry less about other people and stop caring about what they're doing. I'm going to try really hard and I'm just going to focus on being the best me that I can be and create the content I want to create and, you know, do what I want to do as, as evidence, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, I recently tweeted about, you know, purging who I follow on Twitter and I axed like half of my list of who I follow. I was almost at like 1700 people and I'm down to like under 900. Wow. And yeah, like I just, with like two machetes, those are my machete sounds. Um, <laughs> So I, I just purged my list and I just thought it was funny that a tweet I put out about purging my list got so much interaction and people responding to me talking about purging who I follow. And it was just, that's odd because I put out so much other stuff related to education through the house of ed tech and those tweets get no love, but there were people who interacted and, um, you know, social media is funny like that. 
And that resonates with people because that's something that I think a lot of people want to do. And I don't think they know where to start from. And I think when they see it from somebody else, like, oh, okay, so you can make your impact and you can get your followers down to a reasonable, manageable number. So I, I think that really is something that resonates with people. So I don't, I don't think you should take that, you know, the wrong way at all. That's true. I guess the bigger message there is people will see that tweet. And if a lot of people interact with it, they might feel, they might feel inspired to really kind of go through, well, who is in my PLN and maybe try and make it more valuable. So thank you, sir. That's all I got, guys. I'll see you at the end of the episode when I give my recommendation. So unlike you, Chris, I do like to have a one word and I actually um, started a one word um, hyperdoc with my students for the new year. I actually remixed, um, I actually put together two different one word hyperdocs and created one with my kids and they are having a blast with it. And it's taken a few days, but they're fifth graders. This is their first hyperdoc and they're really liking it. So um, I'm liking it. I, until this episode, struggled with my one word, but I think um, I think maybe I may have settled on it. I don't want to say for sure that it's going to be this word, but I really like the word commit. And I think, AJ, I'm, I, it's like it sparked from what you were saying. Like um, there is the beginning of the, at the beginning, yeah. The, so at the end of break in the beginning of the new year, I was, you know, putting together my, my, um, bullet journal and I was doing a lot of like hacking and trying to find other organizers or other journals that kind of lead you in a certain path. And I came across the commit 30 journal and that is the whole point is to commit to something for 30 days and see what kind of change that brings about. And Chris, AJ, and I have talked about um, this idea of like doing something for 30 days in the past where like I wanted to create something for 30 days, like constantly just be working on like this one thing, right? And so we, what do we call it? Um, 30 day maker, like there was something I was going to blog about, and it never came to fruition. But I think if I commit to something um, for 30 days, it kind of works. It goes with um, Gretchen Rubin's um, happiness project where like every month there's a theme. It goes with a lot of different things that I've been looking at. So I think if I make a 30-day commitment or a monthly commitment, because not all months have 30 days, um, well, most do. Anyway, um, but they don't all end in 30 days. And uh, I just think that that would be something for me to do. So commit might be the word that I show my kids by the end of the week. Um, yeah. And so my commitment this month is to run a mile every day. And that has been going well so far, just because in March I'm running a 5k. Actually, I'm running a four miler and then I'm running a 5k. So there's that. Your word is commit, but you can't commit to the word commit. I kind of see where you're coming at. I have really struggled to find a word for 2020. And I, I don't you. know I if like, like when I picked my word for 2019, I knew immediately that that my side of this and didn't pick a word, but I like having a word because it's not a resolution. It's not something that was your word last year. It was better. And I'm better. I lost 30 pounds last year. I went, started going to the gym every day, right? Like things got better. Um, you know, circumstances in my job changed some of them for the better. And like, that's like things 
were better. Things at home were better. I don't know. It's just like that was my goal was better. And it's cyclical, right? You pick one thing, you try to make that one thing better. Every day we can do something to be better, right? And every day we can recommit. So that's why I like the conversation with AJ. All right, so AJ, good challenge. That is my word. My word is commit. Um, and like I said, it really like it jives with the journal I was looking at. Um, you know, that's not my only goal for the year. I do have other goals, but I think that they will probably change each month. And I think that that, that my one word kind of leaves it open to what each of those goals will be. Now, the, the journal that Stacy was talking about, we'll make sure to put a link to that in the show notes for you if you're interested in picking that up, because that would probably be a valuable resource if you're looking for something to organize yourself the way that, that Stacy is. Yep. So, and because I use a bullet, like, I don't even have to use their system because I use the bullet journal. I don't have to do that one thing. I don't have to go out and buy that system. I just have to live by the principles of it. That's very meta. Live by the principles. Now, my question was not what AJ's was, obviously, but when you started to share your story, you talked about using HyperDocs with your students and you used the, you, the, you said something about remixing that. Yeah. Can you, I don't know what that means. Oh, so when you take someone else's HyperDoc and you change it, well, when you use HyperDocs, and I think we talked about this when we did our HyperDoc episode um, a year and a half ago, um, when you t- when you use someone else's hyperdoc and alter it in any way, it's it's considered a remix. And then your obligation in the hyperdoc world is to give credit to the origin, like the original creator, and oh, okay. then you can take some ownership in like this was a remix. So I remixed two people together, and uh, nice. Yeah, I to make it a better document, like a little bit more driving with what I was hoping to accomplish with my fifth graders. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Yep, yep. And Jeff? AJ, what are you going to be doing here in 2020? I, I've been thinking about a one word, and I know, Chris, you're not, you're not for it, and that, that's okay. Um, I am inspired by what I see from a lot of other people who are putting their one word out there, and good for you guys. If you have a one word, feel free to share it. Don't listen to Chris. Don't worry about what other people say. Um, I don't have an official word for myself, but if I was to choose a word... My word is going to be go. Okay. And, and it really the reason for this go is because my goals for this year are not something I want to be like, well, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm a bit of a procrastinator. Surprise. Um, a bit? A bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little. Um, so like my, my idea of go is to stop thinking and to just kind of react. So I don't want my word to be react because I don't like that. But it's go because just, just, just go. Just move right? Go. So I have a couple of simple goals for myself. Um, first of all, I think for everybody, I just want to embrace the idea of a better work life balance. Um, I feel like, you know, I don't really take work, uh, home very often where I put the kids to the side, but I feel like I'm distracted and I'm usually distracted about like trying to get things settled. And even like today, as I was hanging with the kids today and watching some football with them. I was very distracted by football, by what was happening this week and trying to figure out things to, to plan and get ready for this episode and all that kind of stuff. So I need a better balance. You know, I really need to maybe take a planner and figure out my to-do list and my goals for a week so that I know where I stand and what I'm doing. I think that'd be better for me. Um, I think for me, we're in the position I'm in, uh, as I continuously think about, it, I need to do more. 
you know, I think I need to be a, a better leader. I think I need to do more of, of, uh, I guess what they say, practice what I preach and actually step up. And when I think about going into a classroom, I need to just go into that classroom. Or when I think about taking a chance and introducing something new, that might be something that somebody's never heard of. I think I need to just go and do that. So there are some things I've written down that I want to get started on. And I think I just need to go. So I think that that's what it is. Um, and I know it sounds like I have tons of books and I do have like three more. Uh, I'd like to work out at least four to five times a week just because I missed that part. I didn't work out very much last year. Um, but I'm really looking forward to working out and maybe starting P90X. I've been running a lot, so that's been good. I feel good, but I'd like to continue that. Uh, my goal is to read 12 books and I'm going to ask you, Stacy, cause you're the expert. Do audiobooks count as books to read? Yeah. Like if you would tell a first grader that the books that their teacher reads to them count as books that they have read, then absolutely does not change when you get in your thirties. Well, that's wonderful because as we spoke before we started recording, I have a variety of books on my shelf or on my night table that I'd like to read. So I have at least six books there that I've been kind of picking at and I'm going to dedicate time to read at least one book a month, like an actual paper book or a Kindle book or something like that. And then also listen to one book a month. So my goal is for really 10, but I figured 12 is doable. So I'm going with 12. And uh, the last goal for myself is just to create more. And uh, hmm, yeah, I'm excited to create more. I look forward to that. All right. What does that mean? What are you creating? (laughs) Things. What Do you care care to elaborate? (laughs) I'm going to make them elaborate. Christopher knows. Yeah. I'd like to create more. No, I'm going to create a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. <gasps> Look at you. It's got a name and a website and everything. Wow. Yeah. This just in, AJ's taking the plunge. I'm going to go. Let's go. Let's go. Talk about it. What are we going to be doing? No, I don't want to talk about it yet. Oh, come on. Nah, it'll come. That's that's the goal. Let me let me reach the goal first and then and look look. Will I you tell us the there. name of the podcast? No. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll tell you later, yeah, Stacey. Right. You can tell I was her. gonna say I know I'll find out by the end of <laughs> the episode. Yeah. But like yeah, it doesn't need to be on air. That's fine. I got gotcha. you. You'll find out. Chris and I have a uh, have a plan. Well, I have a plan. Chris is in on the plan a little bit. He doesn't know the exact plan. I'm excited for you. I don't that's, know the exact plan. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's it's nerve wracking. I'm excited. See? I'm doubly excited. It's Chris has a recording of it. Because I'm pushing. Pusher. See, Chris, that <sighs> word has not Push. failed. Stop it. Yeah, so, but AJ, I don't need to change my word every damn year. You don't have to change your word every year. That's not one of the obligations of one word. If the word is serving you well, continue with it. And that's the other thing. Your word, your word can live with you. That's the other thing. You're like, just because my word in 2000, whatever was yet, doesn't mean that like, I'm done with that word. That was my word for two years. And then I switched to a different word, but I still use that word and I still live by that word. Right. Like right now, I'm living by that word with math workshop. I am not very good at math workshop yet. That has been my goal all year, right? And so 
if I like if we want to Sounds talk like about educational to, to the math workshop, I am committing to the math workshop. That's why we need to end this soon so I can get back to grading those papers so I can make my groups for tomorrow. Like you that need to has... go commit to the math workshop and stop worrying about what anybody else says. See, see everybody, it all, it's all see, cyclical. That's why it's important that you listen to this podcast is because <laughs> you you will take all three of us with you and like Captain Planet, if you combine us all together, you will be a better educator in person because of the three of us. See, and my last my last word was better. I'm just saying like they all work. It's because it doesn't it doesn't pigeonhole you to like that that commitment. Of, right. So like. AJ, you know you work out all the time. I go to the gym. Chris, I'm sure that if you've been at CrossFit at all these last five days, it's been a little bit busier. Nope, not really. No. The gym on New Year's Day, because I went New Year's Day to a class that they don't normally offer during that time period. And I don't normally go in the middle of a Wednesday, you know, because of school. But at 930 on a Wednesday, there were 50 people in a class that I take regularly on a Sunday that maybe has 30 35 people max and it was just like and there are all those new year's people i know that by february 15th or so half the like parking lot is going to like lose its cars and i'm fine with that you know and i i hope that those people commit to themselves that's what i did last year i committed myself to going to the gym every single day and I did it pretty much every single day of the year last year. I may have missed 15 days for the year. And like you guys were worried about me. It wasn't like I was working out hard. I just went to the gym to walk, but it was like building that habit. Right. And it was getting better at building that routine. And anyway, so. Cool. Cool. So as we head into 2020, those are our goals for the upcoming calendar year. And hopefully December 31st, 2020, we can come back and kind of reflect and we can kind of figure out if those goals had, uh, have been accomplished and then figure out where we're at. So if you out there, we should actually put that out there. (laughs) Yeah, we should reflect on that and we uh, definitely write that down. And you out there, if you are listening and you want to share your one word or your goals or your resolutions or whatever you do, uh, please feel free to tweet at us, you know, the three of us at podcast PD. Um, and if you have images that you are sharing on the Instagram, then please make sure you, uh, throw a little tag on there and, uh, we'll reshare that as well. The reflection part is key. And I like to see how we reflect on this all throughout the rest of 2020. But Maybe we, we try to it? have like check-ins or something. Oh, accountability check-ins. I like that. I think that's part of what makes people successful too. It's just like you said, um, Chris, being someone's accountability partner and then just checking in once you put that out there in the universe is very helpful. Bi weekly reflections on education. I am down to checking in with the three with the three of you. The three I'm because I'm looking at the three of us on a screen. <laughs> <laughs> I am down to checking in with you guys every two weeks on, I don't know, what do you say, Sundays at nine? I guess. Because <laughs> actually, uh, one of the things that we've been talking about is bringing you an episode every other week through this calendar year, which would eliminate the summer break. And we want to bring you some great content throughout the year, whether it's 
all three of us, two of us, one of us, we want to bring you content that's valuable and can make you better or at least make you think about being better all throughout this calendar year. And speaking of the goals, we do have some things here in our notes that I pulled from a recent episode of the 5 a.m. Miracle that we've talked about many times here on the show. And Jeff Sanders recently did an episode about basically doing more and getting the most out of 2020. And this is from his 321st episode. There'll be a link in the show notes at podcastpd.com slash 63. And these are four things to consider when setting goals. So we will go through these and I will do two. Stacey and AJ will each do one. So the first thing is don't plan out the whole year. And what that means is exactly what it says. Don't sit here in January and make a plan from now through December of 2020, because that's going to seem like a very insurmountable task. Break the year up into bite-sized pieces, maybe every 90 days or every, what's four months, 120 days? (laughs) I don't do math. So take it a few months at a time and break the year up into chunks. And that'll probably be, 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 be much more attainable for you as you try and set some goals and things you'd like to accomplish here, whether it's this year or 2021, 2022. Hopefully we all make it past 2022. So another one that was shared is uh, reflect on your past successes. Uh, you should definitely identify five to 10 big wins from your past and figure out why, why were they so successful? Uh, this is really important when you, when you think about that, like five to 10 wins. I know a lot of people say that's a, that's a lot, but I think if you can f- kind of focus on even the small wins, figure out, uh, what they were, why they were successful. And if you could repeat or build on that success going forward, that's really important, especially, you know, this aspect of reflecting, uh, I'm a big proponent of reflections, whether you're doing the journal, whether you're doing it on an app, whether you're talking to yourself, whatever the case may be, I really think that you should be reflecting daily and, uh, kind of figuring out what's, what's good and what's going well for you and what you can improve on if you need to. Okay. Um, the third one is take your health seriously. Um, as someone who has had health issues in the past and really does try to lead a pretty healthy life. Um, this is one that I take seriously. Um, and I know Jeff Sanders on 5A Miracle talks about his health a lot. And this is something that he has talked about at, at, at great length. Um, so he recommends that every week on a calendar, you should have time devoted to your fitness, nutrition, sleep, and stress management, as well as time for emotional, spiritual, and psychological health. Um, you know, keep in mind that success cannot always be measured by your bank account or by where you are in your career. Um, you know, sometimes hey, health... educators who's measuring their bank account for success, <laughs> <laughs> but um, sometimes your health is one of those benchmarks that can really set, set, um, set a tone for the rest of your, your wellness. We'll say. And not only can it set a tone, Stacy, but it's also, and, and for me for the longest time, it's something that we so easily put on the back burner, you know, for years, you know, I, I talked about killing myself by staying up late and editing podcasts and I, I go to sleep more. AJ, you're struggling with the sleep. So hopefully you find a way to sleep more. And if, you know, what is it? What? I mean, I'm sure there's some song about being number one, but we need to make ourselves 
number one. You need to make yourself number one. If you're in a classroom with kids, you've got to be at your best or as close to, at least working towards that, you know? So again, here's, am I the pot calling the kettle black? I don't know. But after five months of trying to make a change, I, I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority, but I believe in myself. And I know that you two also believe in yourselves and you're doing things. And, you know, hopefully you are also doing something here to start the year that takes care of yourself. And if any of that seems too complicated, the last thing is it's time to kiss everybody. Keep it simple, silly. Don't overcomplicate these things. You know, make a list. Don't make a list. Make a vision board. Don't make a vision board. You know, keep, keep it simple. It's great to have lofty goals and aspirations, but it's not necessary. Keep it simple. Be, be happy that when the sun comes up, that you're, that you saw it or, you know, it came up, you're still breathing. Keep it simple. Work every day, make the most of every day and just break things down into manageable bite-sized pieces. And can I add to that with the keep it simple? No, you cannot add to that. Sorry. No, Je- go ahead. Of course. Jeff, I know this is your list, but I'm sure Jeff's listening too, as I say that, um, make it work for you. Like don't, don't, don't just jump on the latest trend, the fads, um, make it work for you. Keep it simple for your lifestyle. Don't do what the Instagram, the Pinterest people are doing and do the podcasters, <laughs> right? Make it work for you. Create what you want to create because you feel good about it. And you know, you, you can benefit from that. I like that. I'm glad I let you add that on. <laughs> I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast. Go figure. On a podcast. There you go. <laughs> All right, before we get to what we're listening to, let's talk about how you can help Podcast PD. Did you know that you can support Podcast PD by becoming an executive producer? Yes, that's right. You can support this podcast with a one-time donation, or you can support us on a recurring monthly basis. In addition to listening to the show, we'd like to show you our appreciation with the following rewards if you support us for at least three months at the $3 level, we'll be happy to send you an exclusive one of a kind podcast PD executive producer sticker for $5. You get a choice here. AJ will record your voicemail as Lego Batman. Give him a little taste. Peter Lego Batman here. Or if that's not your thing and you don't use voicemail, like most everybody, uh, <laughs> you can get a podcast PD mug or at the $10 level, we will be happy to send you a Podcast PD t-shirt. For more information, you can go to podcastpd.com slash executive producers. All right, so what are we listening to? Stacy? what do you got? All right, so AJ, I have some help for you in your um, sleepless nights. You talked about that at the start of the show, and you just talked about it again. Um, I started listening to a podcast called Life Kit from NPR and the first three shows I listened to um, I listened to them out of order I didn't start at show one Um, I know say what I know they're not all relevant Um, you know the first one's about your budget and finances and our finances are pretty solid so I decided to skip those shows Um, but the first one I listened to was a show called do this today to sleep well tonight and um, then the next two shows were also about sleep 
and they are fantastic. So like some of the things that they talk about um, making sure you're doing is making sure that you're cutting your caffeine off early, early in the day. This is something that I'm definitely going to need to work on because I enjoy my caffeine immensely. Um, and let's see, what else did they talk about? I'm sorry. I'm looking for the show notes. The show notes were not good online. But like how early are we cutting off caffeine? Because 14 hours before your anticipated bedtime. What? Yes. No, 14 hours. Yes. Which I know. I like I did the math and I was like, I can't drink coffee after I start drinking it. (laughs) Exactly. That's like, no, 14 hours. Oh, my goodness. That's not simple. <laughs> that, that That's nonsense. I'm sorry. 14 hours. I'm on my second cup by that time. It's because, So they say that um, coffee has a half-life of six hours and a quarter-life of 12. So even 12 hours after your last cup, it's still running through your system. Yeah, anyway. Chris, I, I saw you doing the math right there. So I have my first cup of coffee at 5.30 in the morning. I make my next cup as I walk out the door. But I don't drink that until like 8.30. So it's cold by the time I drink it. No, it's cold. Ugh, Get a better like cup. <laughs> no, no, it's not like ice cold. It's like it's not hot. And my cup actually keeps things really hot. But I finished that by like 10. And then I'm like, mm, another cup is good. So I'll have one about noon. And then I'll have one when I come home from work. So that's like the best four or five part o'clock. of waking up. I drink a lot of coffee. Actually, I think I'm able to accomplish like- this because I stopped drinking coffee around 7, 7, 10. Unless I bring a cup in the car with me. You know, I stopped drinking coffee. Christmas. You never started. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so other advice for you, AJ, is to start your day with natural light. Um, Get moving during the day because exercise can increase quantity and quality of sleep and it's cyclical. So when you sleep well, you exercise better. When you exercise better, you sleep better. Um, Avoid night. Avoid the nightcap. So it's cutting out and abstaining from alcohol. And then removing your devices from your bedroom are are some of the bits of advice from that first episode. And like I said, I listened to the others and they talked about like creating better sleep rituals, not counting sleep because it actually creates anxiety, um, using meditation. They talked about that in two episodes, um, using apps like Calm. Um, the Calm app or Calm.com and listening to sleep stories. I have to say, I was listening to one of these episodes um, while I was like just chilling and I started to fall asleep just listening to it because it was so relaxing. So even if you listen to this, you might just find yourself nodding off, which might be a good thing. There's also, since we're at that podcast recommendation part, the Sleep With Me podcast, yes. where the whole point is to listen to the show and it will help you fall asleep. I hear that guy is super boring. Yes. I don't, I don't have that kind of time to waste. For but I will, say, listen, oh, I, was gonna say. No, I will say listening to the um, listening to the calm stories really makes me anxious, too, because I feel like I don't get to hear the whole story because I've fallen asleep and then I have to go f- catch up. Does that make sense? I don't know. Anyway. Well, speaking of catching up before we move on, as we start a new calendar year, Ms. Linda's, what is your number? 
in the uh, um, podcast catching yeah, up. Yeah, I've got issues. So I'm at 1,668. I added that Jeff Sanders one that you just recommended. 1,678 podcasts. Will she ever clear that list? Nope. <laughs> in daylight. In, I don't know why I'm going there. but 1,668. Yeah, yep. We'll get there. <laughs> I might just cut them out this summer. Purging Twitter lists, purging podcasts we don't actually listen to, it's all the same. Hey, in theory, you've downloaded them all, so the podcaster got the credit for the download. So I thought they didn't get listen, the credit unless they actually listened. Nah, you listened. It's all right. Don't worry about it. All right. I'm going to go next. Speaking of podcasts, uh, two of my recommendations for the 12 Days of Podcast PD were the Audacity to Podcast and School of Podcasting, which are staples and go-to resources for me as a content creator. And I now subscribe to another one, finally, uh, because I've heard of uh, this guy, Eric K. Johnson, for quite some time. He's good friends with Dave Jackson. They do a show together called The Podcast Review Show. Um, but Eric K. Johnson has his own podcast called The Podcast Talent Coach. Uh, here's a little bit of the description. Have you ever had the desire to start your own podcast? The itch to spread your message to the world? Many people get ready to record their podcast only to discover imposter syndrome. They hear that little voice inside their head asking, who do you think you are? They feel like the kid trying to sit at the adult table during a holiday feast. They feel like they're playing dress up. Podcast Talent Coach is dedicated to the art and show business of podcasting. The coaching style is personal and Eric treats every client as if they are part of the show. Other companies may offer services that teach the technical side of podcasting, but this podcast, Podcast Talent Coach, is the premier coaching service focused on the personal side of the art of podcasting. And it comes out every week. You can go to podcasttalentcoach.com, and there are some great content there. I've been dipping into the back catalog where appropriate and sharing certain episodes with people who I care about and learning along the way. So another resource for you if you are thinking of pulling the trigger on starting a podcast either for yourself or with your students or you want to just have these resources available to you on how to do things like grow your audience or better plan your episodes this is definitely a valuable resource and you can find it at podcasttalentcoach.com or in our show notes at podcastpd.com slash 63 chris thank you for sharing that one i know that's that's something you sent me um even even for those of you who aren't uh, into podcasting, creating a podcast. I think a lot of the ideas he shared as a coach, uh, and the use of social media really kind of point you in the right direction. So some of the ideas there are really good. Cause I know you shared one that really kind of resonated with, uh, feelings that we had discussed previously. Uh, as we go forward, I'm going to give you my recommendation. Uh, so I, I don't usually like to recommend something that I've recommended before or a podcast unless it's really good. So I'm recommending to you as we start the year for 2020, Kelly Croy and the Wired Educator podcast, episode 151. He titled it Resolutions Every Educator Should Make for 2020. And I listened to this one uh, based on the recommendation from Tim Cavey. Uh, so he had listened to it. So I, I gave it a whirl and I, I enjoy Kelly's stuff to begin with. Uh, but this episode really uh, is based on a blog that Kelly likes to create every year. We talked about resolutions. So this one was just 20 resolutions for 2020, and he believes every educator, administrator, and school district should really level up to impact the lives of those stakeholders. And 
what I really think is great for everybody as I was listening to this, I sat there and I said, yes. So I'm sitting there in my car just driving home and I was like, yes, that's awesome. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And listening to the episode and his ideas for getting people to create and to make the impact and to feel good about what they're doing in a classroom, this, uh, this episode really stands out for a lot of people. Um, I think it's good for the veteran teachers. I think it's good for the rookie teachers. I think it's good for those of us who are well-connected on social media and those who are not connected on social media because it might actually give them a, a choice to want to connect. So uh, Kelly did a great job. I reached out to Kelly through Voxer to let him know that he did a great job on his episode. And I think you should give it a listen. I think you should give Kelly your feedback. Um, and I think you should reflect on what he's doing with his list of 20 resolutions and see what you can do in your classroom over the next six months and beyond to really make 2020 an awesome year and uh, reach out to Kelly, tell him which ones, uh, which resolutions have challenged you and uh, what you're doing in your classroom and your school. That is really something you're crushing. So please make sure you uh, make this an interactive episode. We should have Kelly on the podcast in the works. Excellent. Well done, AJ. Thank you so much. Love it. (laughs) You know, actually uh, we've got a lot of stuff in the works. Yes, we do. Coming up on this podcast. Uh, I mean, we're at the end, so I mean, uh, next episode, we're actually looking forward to talking with Gabriel Carrillo of the EdTech Bytes podcast. So that'll be a fun conversation. I can't wait for that one. That's gonna be great. Who else we got here in our uh, document? We're going to be talking with, uh, Chrissy Romano. She's the author of quiet kids count unleashing the true potential of introverts. She's our friend of many years and fellow New Jersey educator. So that'll be exciting. I'm and, excited uh, AJ, for that. I saw her at EdCamp and um, her room was packed and it was just nice to see educators come out and say that they too are the quiet kids, which is just such an unexpected thing to hear. I think for many people when they think about introverts and extroverts, um, like how do you stand in front of a room of kids and call yourself an introvert? And she goes into all the reasons why she herself is an introvert. So I'm excited to talk to her about that. And then AJ, we're also working on getting Sarah Candela from Synth. Uh, yes, we are working on Sarah. She's. Uh, I told her uh, after listening to Gabriel's episode with her on it, I said I'd, I'd love to talk to you about Synth and what Synth can do for schools and podcasts. So we're going to look at uh, a little bit, a couple, couple months from now, once things kind of get settled with a, a new version of Synth that's coming out. Nice. Very cool. Uh, so in, in terms of feedback, one, so that's us letting you know what we've got coming your way in the next couple of months with, with our episodes since we come out two times a month. But if there are episodes or topics that you would like to have us talk about, whether you want to come onto the show and engage us in conversation or just to submit something and see what we do with it after you tell us, Hey, I'd like to hear you three talk about this particular topic. Please go out to podcastpd.com slash feedback and, you know, let us know what you think whether that's uh, through a, a podcast review or just sending us an email or connecting on social media. But the other thing that we've been curious about, and we started to talk about this when we were all together for the live recording, what do you do with our podcast recommendations that we've given you in every episode of this podcast? Are you now a listener of The Art of Manliness? Are you also listening to Happier with Gretchen Rubin? How are we impacting you with this podcast we want to know 
send us your thoughts. Are, are you listening to these shows? Do you have recommendations that we should be listening to? I mean, as much as we joke about not trying to give Stacy more to listen to, you know what, everybody, let's pile on. Let's let's get that number as high as we can get it. No. <laughs> uh, but we are curious. You know, we, we recommend podcasts in every episode of this show. What do you do with them? We want to know. Please let us know. And our goal is to be more interactive with you. So please make sure you are following us on the socials, definitely on um, Twitter, Instagram, Podcast PD. You can follow us individually. Um, so we're, we're trying to make, our, say, make ourselves a little bit more visible and to interact with you. So we'd love to connect there. So let us know. Talk to us. Keep us in the loop, yo. And especially since <laughs> this is the end of the episode, if you're listening, you're listening to this right now, you are our engaged listener. And we appreciate you listening to these episodes. So reach out to us. You know, you don't have to send us voicemail. You can send us an email. Again, podcastpd.com slash feedback. will give you a number of ways that you can connect with us. So we look forward to making 2020 a year where we connect with you. On that note, I think it is time to say goodbye. Say goodbye, AJ. Goodbye, AJ. Say goodbye, Christopher. Goodbye, Christopher. Goodbye, Podcast PD. Thank you for checking out this episode of Podcast PD. For links to everything that we discussed in this episode, you can visit the show notes at our website, podcastpd.com. To connect with the show on social media, we are at Podcast PD on Instagram and Twitter, and we share using the hashtag PodcastPD. To connect with Stacy, AJ, and myself, we are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie, at IRunTech, and at AJ Bianco. We would love to hear from you, so please go to podcastpd.com slash feedback and send us an email, send us a voice message, whatever you need to do. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody that you think would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy, and we hope you enjoyed Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening, we appreciate your sharing, and we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.